0: Welcome to Filter Optional. I am Chico West.
1: And I am Shannon West. We are two people doing the work out loud, hoping to encourage others along the way.
0: Join us as we unpack life with no filter
1: and a filter.
0: Hello, Shannon.
1: Hello, Chico.
0: We are back in studio.
1: Yes, it's been a minute because you've been out of town, I've been out of town. I don't It just know who thought, and I had a friend say, Oh, I would think that, you know, getting back from vacation would be easy with an empty nest. And I said, well, my nest is not completely empty.
0: What are you saying something here? <laughs> yes. Are you wanting, you know, there's, are you, there's I, a
1: man child still in the nest. <laughs> okay. I
0: you're laughing with almost sinister laugh. Well,
1: right there. because it just it just I just I got home and um it was it, I, I was like, "Oh my gosh." And um Somebody, a friend made a comment that said, oh, yeah, Chico just probably hit the golf course and just didn't think about anything else until you got home. <laughs> and I was like, yeah.
0: I, I'm concerned about this sinister laugh, to, you know. Mm. I mean, I'm glad we're on online, so if something happens to me, you know.
1: It'll be your own fault because you didn't cook dinner for yourself. You starved to death or you... <laughs>
0: yeah i i just something just for everybody out there in their ways if something does happen to me look at shannon Mm
1: -hmm.
0: yeah but we have we have traveled yeah i've done actually since our last podcast i've been on two podcasts that's true yes i've been been on deep light
1: you've had no room for our podcast because you were on our churches yeah it's called
0: deep light deep
1: light park city's presbyterian church
0: with, uh, you know, Mark, my buddy, who's the head pastor or senior pastor, whatever you call him, which I enjoyed. That was a good, uh, good show. They do. Yeah. A, they, they have the whole team. They kind of put it on Instagram. I thought I had a team that was going to put out Filter Optional on Instagram. And I show. did.
1: I put your deep light on Filter Optional oh, on wow. Instagram. I did. Yeah. And mm-hmm. then I
0: did one. I did a really cool one. I haven't heard it yet. But I'm excited to hear it. I, you know, I was up in Carbondale, Colorado, with my buddy Bobby, who owns Jaywalker Lodge, and yes. my other buddy Brian, uh, both good buddies. And we we just dug deep. You yeah. Know? It wasn't it wasn't called Deep Light. It's you know Jaywalker or something. I'll I'll find out about it. Yeah. But it was cool. It was about it was about some of what we're going to talk about today, kind of doing the work.
2: Yeah.
0: It was it was kind of talking about our journeys and, uh, you know, being in the field of addiction, but how we really pour into each other and we're okay, dear well for.
1: Okay, we can listen to it when it comes out. Oh, you know, I'm going to rehash it. No, you don't, to re, no, you don't need to recap yeah. it right now because we're not talking about that. Yes.
0: Um, but I, I'm glad we're back. I'm glad we're uh, getting back. Back into the group. I'm glad that Kevin with K E P X, you know, was kind of on us. Hey, are y'all going to get back in the studio?
1: I know. Well, I I was out of town, and then
0: prior to that, I was out of town because yeah. I I saw the little exchange of text. It's hard. Stuff like
1: that. My my empty schedule is not empty, but that's uh, okay. That's okay. But so. we're
0: we're going to get more consistent. We have some some good ones uh, coming up. T- this week, we're gonna we're gonna talk about. Family of origin work.
1: Yes, and so um, for those of you out there listening, so some of you know what that is, and some of you don't. I had heard of it
0: because um, you're married to because a therapist. I'm married to a
1: therapist, <laughs> and it's always like. And when you were in school, you did a, a, all the family sculpting. And then when I said... The geniograms, Yeah, the yeah. geneagrams and all that stuff, which a geneagram is a, just a family tree, basically, with kind of, a, yeah. de- a detailed family tree-ish. Yes. And then um, so is family of origin work. It's kind of the same thing. And I, 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 I never thought that I personally needed to do family of origin work because I was like, I know where I came from. I have a mom and a dad, and aunts and uncles, and grandparents, and a brother. And also, brother. I was getting there. You well, know, I kind of anyway. But, but, can you let me finish? Yes. Okay. I will. Thank you. So, but, I but that's because I didn't really understand what family of origin work is until I went to onsite and did my own family of origin work because i thought it was just you know like like 23 andme me yes. like finding out where your ancestors Ancestry. are from com. Or, you know you know just finding out that kind of stuff so i'm just setting it up so that you the therapist can explain really what family of origin work is and then i can explain a little bit of my personal experience with it and we can talk from there but I don't want people to listening thinking we're going to be, you know, pushing you to go get genetic testing and stuff like that. It's not that. That's not. I'm glad you clarified
0: that, you know, you, yeah. I mean, because I've been doing this for so long, oh, you know, doing family of origin. I mean, the first time I did family of origin work was in 1989 was when I was in treatment for chemical dependency.
2: Right. Right.
0: You know, and then, you know, when I started grad school in 94, Oh, Let's do the genogram. Let's do, right. you know, let's see what patterns are. And so I'm glad you brought that up. Because
1: this isn't a scientific thing. Like, you know, now people are doing all kinds of genetic testing for disease and all kinds of, Like that's not what we're talking about. We're not talking about family of origin as far as genetics and science and where you came from. I mean, a lot of that feeds into that, but it's more of, do you do you have a good explanation of what it is?
0: Yeah, I like I like that you framed it up that way because it isn't about. Yes, there are those patterns when you go to the doctor. Does anybody have diabetes? Is there heart issues and stuff like that? Yes, that's kind of getting a a family history right and to see if things are passed on. Right, you know, when we when you and I are sitting here talking about family of origin work, we're we're talking about okay from your immediate family. Our you know our boy's family of origin is you and i and the two of them right you know your family of origin is your mom and dad and your brother right mine is my mom my dad my stepdad cuz my dad died and my three brothers right and so there's there's those things they
1: did when i did my work they did have us go to grandparents though too
0: yes and grandparents are family of origin as well
1: okay yes so well, I you just said <laughs> uh, I mean Kevin yeah were, were you clear on that yeah yeah okay. no, so, you right,
0: you're correct okay, family so, of origin is grandparents but it's you don't both up
1: I didn't go beyond that I yes. just went to grandparents and then you and the boys and and you
0: might talk about aunts and uncles mm. and stuff like that but really it's you really you know. you yeah. really talk about just your grandparents and right you know
1: because once you start doing the work you realize you can get into the weeds real fast it's real easy to do a family tree in like fifth grade for your for your history project or whatever it's really easy to draw a tree with some branches Although your favorite joke is, if you're from what Arkansas, Arkansas, you,
0: you know you got a family tree, but it only has one branch.
1: Yes, I'm sorry to offend all those from Arkansas. It's just his joke. It was yeah. his joke of the year, and you know. 19, but you could you could say years, Mississippi whatever. too. Yeah, you know? yeah. Anyway, so, but it's easy for a project in fifth grade to do your family tree. It takes ten minutes or whatever. But when you really start to do the work, you don't want to necessarily go beyond grandparents for sure because uh, you get in the weeds with all of that right well
0: and there's some different approaches in doing uh family of origin work and the reason why we're talking about it today because you you and I you know you've done your work I've done my work I do this work for a living um I can
1: give some when we get there I can give some practical ways that I I do it
0: Yes, but but the but, more uh, you know, taking this this time after after selling Casa, you know, selling Gaston House, and really kind of transforming myself into more. I'm still a therapist, but I'm going to start doing coaching and stuff like that, executive coaching and coaching and uh, and maybe ministries as well. Is I see that a lot of people, if they haven't done a lot of family of origin work it comes out in our daily lives it'll come out in our business atmospheres it'll come out in our relationship with our spouses it'll come out with friends you know those different things of these patterns that were created uh, in your family of origin how you responded and so we talked a little bit about geneograms geneogram is kind of that's a family of origin work and you go back to the grandparents you know and you talk about your parents and you know what number they are um in the birth order and then you know I didn't even
1: go in that in depth
2: but yeah
0: yeah but but this is a geneogram what you did was a sculpt oh, right. Yes, okay right and so a geneogram's a little different yes you know it's on a paper and what you do is you know there's different symbols and when you look at it, it and it's a cool visual uh illustration like if i if i had a visual illustration of my family of origin work you know my my biological dad who died in 79 you know he was oldest of six boys so there would be him and five siblings my grandparents you know and then my mom was uh the second of two girls and then her her parents got divorced and they had and her dad remarried and had a had a son so there's three of them right you know but then you look back at the grandparents and stuff like that is like you look at patterns of behavior and origin work is Like, is there alcoholism? There's alcoholism all over my dad's side of the family, you know, with my grandma. Well, that's
1: what you mean by the symbols, right? Okay, so symbols. To give a visual. Yeah. Uh, Can I go Go ahead? Go ahead. To give a visual for everyone that I'm a, I'm a, I can't listen to things. I'm more of a write it down person and visualize and actually do the exercise. But, it's kind of like a map so if you look at the 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 family of origin the genealogy like a map and then you have a key to maps you know you have a key like rivers are signified by this symbol and um, mountains are this symbol and you know whatever you have a key so with the genealogy you also have a key like um, like you said alcoholism or um, depression or suicide or divorce or um, to uh, anxiety or um, even people-pleasing. That's what I learned is that those kind of things can be on there, Uh, codependency, um, cancer, um, or illness, disease. um, You know, all those things can be a key. And so you start plugging those things in with the people. And so it's not blaming them for anything, but it's attaching their reality to them like you know like you said you know your grandmother was an alcoholic and so she would attach to that what are you doing you're drawing i'm drawing real quick i know but nobody can see it
0: <laughs> i'm gonna hold it up okay real quick people... real quick you know this this is me this is you circles mean women okay yes. uh squares mean men you know, there's my three brothers. There's my dad, oldest of six. I have an ex through him and his youngest brother. They're both dead. You know, I would, uh, you know, my mom's still alive, but both grandparents are are dead but i'd put up here my grandmother was in long-term recovery she was an alcoholic you know my dad was an alcoholic my youngest uncle was an alcoholic i mean so there's alcoholism symbols
1: yes and so that's great that you draw that out drew that out but people could probably use the google and um (laughs) (laughs) say how to make a genealogy so if you are geneogram i'm sorry not yeah a geneogram um but I was just trying to say it's like a map, and then you attach the symbols to it. And then you start to think, oh, maybe I have picked up on this pattern of codependency or depression or – anyway, go ahead.
0: Yeah, and so I like that you're saying maybe I picked up on it. You know, the the Bible talks about the sins of the Father will be visited unto for the next seven generations. Right. So sometimes I even like looking at it as like, man – they're, they're visitors. They don't have to be permanent,
1: right? You know? because it's it's it, in a lot of ways they're biblically and just human nature. They're woven into the fabric of your being. Yes, and so you kind of have to unwind some of them. It that doesn't mean they can just be visitors, but in some cases they've become they've taken up permanent residence, and because they're woven into the fabric of your life and so you that's why you do the work because you kind of need to unwind it right
0: yes and so it, it when unpack we unpack it when, when we talk about doing the work when you when when you spend time with couples and stuff like that and how they interact you know you and I getting married and stuff like that I I believe you know family of origin plays into that there was stuff that I brought into the marriage that I, that were in my baggage Right. Some of it I didn't pack, you know. My dad's right. death—that was—that was packed into my baggage when we got right. married. Right. Right. You you There's brought so, stuff. Yeah.
2: There's you brought
0: stuff into the marriage that you didn't pack. Someone do you want else. To, do you want me
1: to give you an example that I have that I won't throw anybody under the bus? It's. But, it's all
0: right to throw people under well, the bus because no, we're not, not blaming. We're naming. I
1: know. I'm just saying. So, my grandmother on my dad's side. Um, grew up in the depression and so when she passed away and i never my dad is a hoarder but a very like organized if he's listening he'll know what i mean he's an organized hoarder like he takes very good care of things because you might need them someday And, um, so it's not like trash and a mess. It's just, it's just a lot of stuff that's been taken very well care of. So high functioning hoarder. Right, right. Like, you know, (laughs) you're kind of like
0: crazy how much stuff.
1: Well, and so they're moving. And so it's, it's, it's a lot to unpack quote unquote, but, but my grandmother, when she passed away and we were cleaning out her house, she had like every rubber band that was wrapped around the newspaper saved because why, why would you throw away a good rubber band it's not broken it could possibly she had every plastic bag if it didn't have a hole in it that the papers came in um <laughs> just loud so she had all these things that we just promptly threw in the trash but they it, and so I can see how you, you've you thrown me off by your <laughs> heavy breathing. I'm again. trying not to breathe. Good gosh. I mean,
0: I mean I'm, um, I'm going, okay, what does no. this have to do with family of origin This work? has to
1: do with family of origin work because I didn't realize that I had trouble letting go of things that were um, – Perfectly useful, but not useful anymore. I can't. Uh, you you throw me off, but I. It, it makes sense now that my dad was raised under that. You know, because of the depression, you thought you were all. You were. You were always going to need something. You needed to save everything. You needed to save everything. So my dad always saved everything. Saved everything, and so I got into a pattern of saving stuff and saving stuff and saving stuff. And now I'm like.
0: You're purging, 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 purging,
1: purging, purging because it's not helpful in my life and my for my mental health and
0: and okay yes that gets that gets into family of origin but okay so we we talked about you know geneograms and it's you know it's it's on a big piece of paper and you look at uh, patterns you know you look at diseases you you know it some of it's similar to going to a physician and and looking at the. Uh, you know, if, if there's diabetes or high blood pressure or stuff in your family history. This is looking at your family history if, if there's, you know, patterns of sexual addiction, you know, uh, cheating, if there's suicide, if there's an yeah. addiction issues, you, you look at these things. Okay, so how come we look at that? You know, that becomes the question when we say we want to do some family of origin work. What is that What does that mean? Because yeah. here's
1: a, a and and what I what I was gonna say about the it, I wasn't saying that hoarding needs to be on your like you know key it's but it all boils down to a little bit how and what I spend money how I spend money and how I view money and how I you know view saving and and all that kind of yeah, stuff yeah let's but, we'll get okay. into that I got but I was just that was my example that yeah. I brought into the marriage because because of my family of origin work I've realized how I look at you know those things and, it, and where it came from but I would have never realized that without doing the work I would have just thought that I was I don't know me, frugal me or you know whatever yeah
0: or you know yeah oh uh, stuff like that so when when we talk about family of origin stuff it we're not here to cast blame on our parents Uh, we're not here to cast blame on our grandparents you're gonna see patterns when you do some family of origin work but when you do family of origin work and you start to you know unpack you know some characteristics some personalities some how people interact in conflict and stuff like that you're gonna see that uh some of that was packed in your bags And when you move on and you get married and you know you have kids all of a sudden you're you're continuing this pattern the as the bible puts it it's a you know uh the sins of the father right you know get passed on it's like so if you look at it from from that biblical standpoint it's like uh sin is just missing the mark You know, and so you're, you're missing the mark on having that healthy connection. So when we talk about doing some family of origin work, it's like, it's like all of a sudden you go in there and you start to unpack, you start to unpack these patterns that, you know, happen, how people, um, how you in your family of origin, how you interacted with others, how other people in your family of origin interacted. You know, if there's this kind of, uh, my, my family of origin, we were loud, you know, we, uh, you know, we came into conflict head on and it got, it would get explosive and being with all brothers and having a dad that was all brothers. A lot of it was, was violent. Yeah. You know, a lot of it was loud. And my family of
1: origin was quiet or shut down. I mean, or, you know, just
0: but it but it in the same way there were there were some similarities talk. as we've done this is there was almost our mine was loud and critical yours was quiet and critical yes you know and so they were both critical it, right. and it's not blaming but that's no. just what how our how how our systems functioned
1: well right and then when you throw in as you do family of origin work you, you start to realize that it's not just the big the the suicide the alcoholism which is all in my family of origin at in some places depression anxiety all that kind of stuff you start to realize that even my brother was in icu when he was two years old for like 11 days or something he was really sick and that's trauma that's major trauma on my whole family like i mean And my mom... You were a six-year-old, right? Yeah. And um, they had to sneak me into the hospital because you had to be over 10 or whatever it was, 13 or something. They had to sneak me in the hospital. They would take my picture up there, and my brother would grab for it and things like that. It was very hard for my family, and it created this... um,
0: Protection mode.
1: it, it, It created in me, I think, a need to make sure... My parents didn't feel sad because of me, anything I did, because they were sad at what was happening to my brother. And then it created this So can I pause real well, quick? Yeah.
0: Can I pause real quick? Because I, I think I love that example. And there and it and man, it's it's not even faulting or blaming uh, your parents at all. But you were this six year old little girl. You saw you could pick up as a six year old this this anxiety this fear this you know this powerlessness in your parents yeah you know you knew that your brother wasn't there that's one of your earliest memories is oh. being snuck into yes. the hospital yes
1: by the you know, back and, elevator or something and,
0: and going up yes. and seeing your little brother in this you know he was pediatric yes. ICU yes. you know and so it's like and there's a lot of nurses but hey people made some exceptions because back then the rules were different in 1976 right you know and so it's like you're this little girl and so all of a sudden I like that you're you're looking at this family of origin work you started to unpack man I, as a six-year-old I started to tell myself I needed to do these things is that what you're saying
1: yes and I completely forgot not forgot about my brother's illness but Until I did the family of origin work, I had for, when they say major illness, major, and I'm like doing the map and I'm putting the symbols, like my mom had breast cancer, you know, things like that. When you're starting to put the symbols on the people and whatever, I was like, wait, my brother, I was like, oh, my brother doesn't really have anything. Like he's, he's fine. And then I was like, wait, no, he did. He was really sick in ICU for like 11 days. It was bad and um so I attached that and then it allowed me to think about like how did that affect me and break it down and unpack it and so it did affect me I didn't I felt like I needed to be kind of the strong one
0: yeah you were the older sister yes and and so all of a sudden you start to do this family of origin work and so the the family of origin work you did was what let's go there for a little bit and explain that and then we can both use okay. different examples, okay. but it's called family sculpting, you know, and so, you know, you, right. you kind of did a geneogram, but then you, you, you sculpt out, uh, you know, where, where people play different roles. And I was
1: given, because I was in a, you know, a I guess a treatment workshop type of, you know, situation, they gave me the key to choose from and they were like, you know, here are the, all the things you can choose from. So I had a guide that I'm sure you can get, you know, online too, the Google. Um, and so I had a, I was like, oh wait, so like codependency is something you can attack. And anyway, so I had a guide, and then well, good watching, family
0: of origin work is going to guide you, and and they're going to ask questions. So it's kind of like coaching.
2: Yeah, you
0: know, they're gonna they're gonna coach you and get curious and go, hey you know was their codependency they're going to ask in So if in you a, have
1: a counselor if you go to a counselor or whatever you could ask to do some family of origin work and they would be willing to do it with you Chico would be willing to do it with you I'm not trying to <laughs> sell his coaching but you can you can do that but I you know it was my first exposure to it and yes so I had sort of a a guide through it but I realized all this stuff about
0: Yes. And so all of a sudden, so we have the geneogram and then we have the family sculpt there. There's some other ways. And and I like the sculpt because, you know, I'm a visual person. People play different roles. You know, all of a sudden you're going, OK, this this played out. You know, they, these were the messages, maybe untold messages that you had to be, you know, good. You didn't want to upset your parents and stuff like that. Well,
1: and, and here's the thing as you're doing it, I mean, I did it to my own kids. And so I, as my kids have gotten older, and done some work of their own, I don't fault them for expressing to me, like, you know, both my kids have said things to me like, why is this about you, mom? Like, and I'm like, oh, (laughs) it's not about me. I'm sorry, you know, or whatever. But they are allowed to go down those roads too because it's like you said, it's not about blaming. I mean, I did the best I could and I had some illness over the, the, so I'm taking the 18 years, you know, basically of having our kids. Now they're both over 18. Um, I made a lot of mistakes, but they weren't necessarily mistakes that, I could avoid. I mean, I was sick. I I got. I was sick a lot. Um. You know. We, anyway, I just.
0: Well, I I think. Let me see if I I get this. Is you know when we say family of origin, we want our boys to do some family of origin work. Yeah. You know. Our our boys. You know, have these different sets of grandparents too, and so they, which are our parents. Yeah. You know, and how our parents interacted with them. My parents interacted with our kids different than your parents. All right. You know, it's not saying one's better than the other. That's just the deal. They, you know, our parents have their family of origin work. They've played out some similarities right. on how they respond as grandparents. Right. You know, and so I just there's want that my
2: difference. I want
1: my kids to understand that it's not a permanent residence, that these things, these fabrics that I've woven into their life, these threads that I've woven into their life by sheer god gave me the gift of these children and i their mother i don't know if it's a gift or not but i'm their mother and so i by default we have woven these threads into their lives but i want them to understand that they are temporary residents they don't have to no and they don't so let me let
0: me unpack my family of origin yeah stuff for a second it's like okay alcoholism big my my dad's mom alcoholic you know my dad even though he died at 31 i believe he was an alcoholic you know uh just because of the patterns and you start to you know ask questions but he was that adult child of alcoholic oldest of six boys that's a that's a symbol, adult child of alcoholic being the, you know, savior and stuff like that. His, his youngest brother, you know, was an alcoholic drug addict that died, you know, at 54 years old, my age, you know, from addiction, you know, my granddad, you know, big kind of, kind of a codependent. I believe my mom's, you know, parents both struggled with With drinking in different forms. Yeah. You know, so, so my, my mom grew up in this, this family of origin that's parents got divorced when she was a freshman in high school, you know, that uh, she was shipped off to boarding school, you know, 45 miles away. Her mom left after the divorce because of the disgrace and stuff like that, and went and became a house mom for the Sigma News at Oklahoma State. So my my mom had this, you know, being the youngest child in her family, all all this stuff for that this codependency. You know, my dad was the alcoholic. You know, he died young. And so what did I grow up with is that drinking is is was just part of the culture. I started drinking at a young age. I, I got sober, and so I stopped that visitor. Yeah. That visitor has right. been stopped today. Right. And so I've changed that pattern. Right. You know, I've modeled that, man, for my boys that you can have a good time without booze. That was never modeled for me right. in social situations. Right. That was part of, you know, my family of origin. You know, you play hard, you drink hard. Right. You know, I knew how to at six years old, how to make a cuba libra. Right.
2: Right. You
0: know. And so I I knew how to
2: And you you,
1: you did. You broke that pattern, you didn't make it a permanent resident. And then it turns out neither of our boys need alcohol as a social <laughs> lubricant no. and we have evidence and proof of that now we we still have the you know some some stuff I mean they have stuff but um and we have still have stuff but but you're right that I think that they do know how to have fun without substances yes and we have evidence that they can do that
0: You know, but but here's the deal. It's like when you do family of origin work and and going back to grandparents and stuff like that is like my mom's mom, you know, we called her Mimo and she was the sweetest. You loved, you know, my grandmother and she but she played the guilt trip. She did that with my mom. You know, she did well, that I didn't all, the, see it. all the time. You know. Oh, what are you doing? She, you know, she was so sweet and she died at 95 years old. And so I, I can see it now when you yeah. unpack that. Yeah. And my mom, you know, bless her heart, she can do the same thing. You know, and sometimes she catches herself. Sometimes she doesn't, but that pattern has been brought on. And so that's right. that family of origin. And I also
1: don't want to, I just want to go back and clarify real quick that I, and when I when I talk about our boys and you, you know, getting sober and so kind of breaking that pattern. I mean, you were sober before you ever had a family, before you yes. had a wife. But um, so, but so breaking that pattern, that doesn't, that doesn't um make you immune to the disease of you know alcoholism or or anything like that i don't want anybody to think oh well if we can just break these family of origin that doesn't really thank you for clarifying that you know apply to a a disease you know i mean it's not you know if because my mom had breast cancer because i say oh i've done the work around that i'm not going to get breast cancer (laughs) okay i just does that make sense no i'm glad you clarified
0: that i you know sometimes we sometimes we I just assumed when I'm talking that people know that, yeah. You know, because I know I'm not cured. Yeah. You know, I have a daily reprieve contingent on the maintenance of my spiritual condition. Yeah.
1: I just wanted to say that because it doesn't mean that our kids now with their families and their kids going on, that they're free from alcoholism. I didn't, yes. I just was clarifying that. No, but no,
0: it, I'm glad. It you... helps
1: me understand my reactions and actions in the world but i how i show up how i show up in every circumstance it helps you to unpack like oh wait okay i I don't have to react that way or whatever
0: well and, and see if i'm right on this i mean let's flush this out for a second you know when it when it says the sins of the father will be visited unto the next seven generations you know sometimes we can ask those visitors to leave and personally speaking i've Today I've asked that visitor of alcoholism to leave my life. That doesn't mean that that visitor can't come back and and root itself in our kids. Right. You know. So the visitor's gone here, but maybe it can go around this door and go yeah. over there. Maybe right. that's what Scripture's saying.
2: Yeah.
1: Well, for sure. I mean, I yeah. think I think it's saying acknowledge. You know, try to find out where your blind spots are and your shortcomings because of patterns that have been. Woven, um, and so figure out how to unpack those. And I think I've done a good job at recognizing, I mean, that was new news to me as a 50-year-old woman that I may have tried to keep feelings of sadness or badness or anger, I've tried to keep those from my parents in order to protect them. And they would have no idea that I was doing that. Well, but if, if
0: you look at that family of origin stuff, and it makes complete sense.
1: That's what I'm saying. It, it makes is...
0: complete sense knowing your dad and the trauma that he went through and how he grew up. And, you know, and then, you know, as a 10-year-old little boy being, you know, ripped from his brother and his mom and, you know, shipped off for six months. And losing
1: his dad to lo- suicide. Losing yeah, his I dad mean, it, to suicide. It's, it's like, lot. hey,
0: don't have feelings you know, either just be happy, you know, well, and, and he
1: probably was put in a position of ta- taking care of his mom too. Yeah.
0: And you so know? it's like,
1: um,
2: those,
0: those things don't surprise me. It doesn't surprise me no. with your mom growing up in this little small town and everything's all right. And her, her mom working for the church, you know, and your dad being, you know, your granddad being that, you know, banker, it's like, Oh no, let's keep everything in here. And so it's like, it doesn't surprise me and everything
1: kind of was right there yeah and it was it, there wasn't any much um wasn't any too many big t trauma events um no
0: there weren't too many big you know. t trauma events but when you say hey don't have don't have fear don't have pain don't have well, those yeah. feelings no, it's it like yeah. man yeah you know they they didn't they didn't have that they didn't model that
2: no right right
0: yet my family was complete opposite it was there's big tea and feelings all over the yes. place and and yet man we found each other or god ordained it
1: well yeah i mean and i i was quite attracted to a big loud family that you know just and until i wasn't <laughs> <laughs> I mean, um no i mean i but I, I but i mean we, it, but we just lived i was attracted to that because i was like oh my gosh when it's when it's our there were just less players in my family
0: and 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 the opposite is true for me is i was attracted to hey this is that they, there's there's structure there's it's not craziness i mean right. my my mom growing up always brought in what i would call strays you know, y'all didn't have straights. There was no. no going outside any lines. Y'all colored in the lines all the time. Yes. I mean, I I think I I mean, and the and this is a weird small little you know uh, deal. Is like I've always grown up turkey frying turkeys, and when I wanted to do that, you know, after we had been married, your mom would have nothing to do it because she colored in the lines. No, you bake a turkey for six hours, you know, and it's not faulting her, but now she, she won't do a baked turkey. She loves the turkey. No, I know. know.
2: But it's like, I remember,
0: I remember when I said, no, let me fry the turkey. No, we're not doing that. And you and I, even early in our marriage, we kind of, we kind of butted heads. I go, why is your mom just won't budge on this? She doesn't understand it so much better.
1: You haven't done it all your life. Don't act like you've fried turkeys your entire life.
0: I've fried turkeys way before I ever met you. What? Yes. We fried turkeys in San Antonio.
1: You actually did it.
0: I, yes. You actually did it. I did some of them, yes. I know how to fry a freaking turkey.
1: You do now, but that first, I remember I made you watch videos about, you know, if they're not fully defrosted and things exploding. I, I. I'm not thinking. I'm not thinking you're being totally historically accurate on your, but but the the I example. I grew up
0: with turkey. Fries. Okay, the
1: example is accurate. My buddy yes, my Trey mom and always my mom did. grew up making. Well, my papa Travis always made the stuffing, or dressing, whatever, wherever you live, whatever you call it, and he always made it. And it was, it was a three day process or something, and. Yeah, but,
0: okay, let's...
1: No, but I'm going to say, so that's the... My mom just wanted to do it the way it had always been done, and but you kind of come in hot, like, just... You know, your family is... is, uh, like, reckless abandon. You're just kind of like, what's the big deal? Let's just do it, you know? And you just... But you've learned to...
0: Well, just like you were attracted out. to my reckless abandoned yes. family, I was attracted to... Hey, coloring in the lines.
1: Yeah. So you know, there's, and so
0: there was I there think, was that consistency because I grew up, you know, all of a sudden my you know, my dad died, my aunt died, you know, my mom remarried, you know, I had a great stepdad, you know, but I mean a lot of things got changed as, you know, a, you know, as a little kid to a you know, preteen to adolescent, you know, crazy. You know, a lot of crazy.
1: You were used to change, you yes. used to going with the flow, and all that stuff. And so having and having think, a lot
0: of stray cats.
1: I think now we've kind of come to a happy medium, hopefully.
0: Yes, and so I think we, it, in some work, ways, yeah. we we kind of when we do our own work, it's helped. Yes, it's helped to see. Okay, this is, the you know, this reckless abandon that I grew up with. You know, I didn't understand people that colored between the lines right you know I didn't I didn't know how I wanted it but I didn't know how to live in it right you know it's like man y'all have these these set traditions yeah you know? and yeah. that that was good but then we didn't oh all of a sudden okay no this year we're gonna go to meet Tierra's yeah.
1: No. Yeah. Yes. Yes. I mean, yeah.
0: it, it's just it, things changed. You had to go with the flow. And I like that. I like that. Yes, because you, know? you grew up in this. Color. Well, no, no,
1: no. But I like it now. Like because I was in the hospital last Thanksgiving, we had to have it in Austin, and I'm like, let's do that again. Like that was awesome. Like I'm definitely, anyway, more flexible now than but I. But I because
0: I think it's because you doing your your own work but really starting with that family of origin work is like i don't need to stay in this in this box i could stay in the box of reckless abandoned but i don't need to stay there no no i can i can i like those traditions it's like when we start to see those were the messages that were even untold and so a lot of that or Family of origin work is those messages that are untold that kind of play out that you bring into. Does that make sense? Yeah,
1: yeah. So I think we've kind of, I've exhausted my brain, I think. But I love this topic.
0: We can come back to it. Yeah. We can do more. So if you want to hit us up for doing more, uh, family or origin, we'll even, you know, break down more of our families of origin. You know, it's like, this is, this is a good talk bit. You know, let us know, you know, contact us through, you know, DMing on, uh, social media.
1: Instagram. Yeah. Filter optional.
0: And then we got filter optional, uh, email. What is that email?
1: Yeah, it's filter optional at gmail.com. And I... I'm not sure that people listening to podcasts are ever going to be like, oh, my God, wait, hang on. Let me pull over and grab my phone and let me email." But I wish there was a better way to – I think the DMs is probably the best way. Um, You know, or in a review. You can review us and give us five stars and say, I love your podcast. Wish you would talk a little bit more about whatever in a review. (laughs) Please
0: do the reviews. We we need reviews.
1: However it's easiest. But um, anyway.
2: Happy
0: October.
2: Yes.